This is the Lingaholics Podcast with Cody, Marcus, and Ian, where we dive deep into conversations about the experiences and endeavors of the language learning life. On this pod, we feature a wide variety of guests and topics with nonstop passion and nonstop fun. There's no last call for Lingahol, so come on in and join the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now in episode 59 of the Linga Holics podcast. It is our last episode here of the year 2021, which is almost done. And we are looking forward to the year of 2022. So how are we all doing, folks? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Joyeux Noël. Uh, what was German again, boys? You say German? Frohe Weihnachten. Oh, Pinch, otra vez, otra vez. Para la gente. Frohe Weihnachten. Okay, okay. There we go. Portuguese? Um, A Portuguese? Oh, por- Portuguese? Como se diz? Como Feliz se diz? Natal. Feliz, Feliz Natal. Natal. Feliz Natal. Feliz Natal. Veselo Rizvo. Ukrainskoyu. Um, hoping everyone's having a nice, happy, um, warm, happy holidays right now. Because for me, the last six days I've been on holidays. It's been pure bliss. It's been pure joy, boys. Just uh, sleeping in. Sleep is amazing for no matter what you're doing in life. Sleep is great. And uh, yeah, when somebody gives me a blank check of time, I just dive right into my my languages so i've been doing some fun little power hours um just dabbling in different stuff because i want to um taking on some italian this christmas break um perché io voglio parlare italiano um con mi amici um signor sueco signor cotovelo and i'll figure out oh what was we know cotovelo in, in gambito is that gambito uh, I don't remember. Camito? Camito? Italian. Camito? We learned Cody's name. Quick. We learned Cody's name elbow in every Go language we speak. Gomito. Gomito. So we have Kud, Kodo, Cotovelo, um, and now Gomito is being added to the list. So yeah, guys, it's been it's just been great. It's been awesome just having some free time to really just do what you want. That's what you need sometimes in life. Um, so take advantage when you get it. So I'm hanging out here in my hometown, and it's snowing. It's a winter wonderland. And let's uh, let's hear from the fellas. How's everything going there? So I know Sweco, you sent us a picture of a beer here like a couple hours ago that you're officially on Las Vacaciones um, as well. So how's that going, man? Yeah. I'm oh, and he's also too. rocking the the Swedish. Swedish hockey jersey and prep for the world juniors. Three crowns, baby. Three crowns. Three crowns. So, because uh, we can't cheer for the team in the Olympics anymore. I'm all right. about the world juniors now. That's right. my big all um, hockey tournament of the year, <laughs> of the yeah, coming man. year. So I'm going to be cheering for the boys. Do you know where it's happening? Edmonton. Really? Bubble it's hockey. in Alberta? It's, oh, it's bubble hockey in Edmonton oh, again. La Burbuja? Otra vez? La Burbuja, okay. sí. Uh, so oh, that's okay. my uh, hockey tournament uh, yeah. that I look forward to currently. Uh, but but boys, I got to tell you guys about my week. I got to tell you about. I, I have to tell you guys about my week, and I'm also going to tell a story from last week. But first, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with this week, and then I'm gonna move into last week. All right, All right? is that okay? Freshen us up. Yeah. Man. All right. So I got a, a burst of French motivation this week. Just a burst of French motivation. I was like, all right, I'm going to consume like hours and hours of French content. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to book a couple italki classes. I'm going to talk to everyone I know 
uh, in French. So I talked yesterday, I talked to my buddy Alex here in Ontario. Alexander. Had like a 30, 45 minute uh, convo with that guy. En français, naturellement. Right. And then I, we were just, we were, we were shooting the shit uh, just before the pod in French. But then most importantly, I had my one hour italki class with my boy Joel de la, oh, RN, de la RNC, the <laughs> Republic. Uh, RNC? No, RDC, pardon. LDC. La Republic Democratic de Congo. Ouais. Uh, so my buddy, my buddy Joel, we, we were talking about, uh, you know, life. But but uh, he was in China. He was doing his studies, his university degree in China. But he was from uh, a village outside of the um, Kinshasa in uh, the DRC. And you found him on Italki, right? Yes, exactly. And he spoke like five, six. No, he spoke seven different languages. But his 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 native tongue was uh, Lingala, la Lingala, Lingala. which is yeah, the man. main language spoken in western congo right east is swahili i believe east is no there's other languages there's other like indigenous languages yeah in yeah the congo big languages but in the west in the western part it's lingala la lingala yeah and that's like even if you go to like if you go to kinshasa if you go to kinshasa and like in the streets they're, they're yeah. gonna speak lingala even yeah. though everyone's fluent in Fran in French, it's the largest French city. It's the largest francophone city in the world. Everyone's it gonna is. speak to you in Lingala. No more Paris. Yeah, it is Kinshasa. No more Montreal. You know Montreal. Wait, what's bigger? Yeah, Paris is bigger than Montreal. I think Montreal's yeah. third. Oh, yeah, Montreal. It's Kinshasa, yeah. Paris, and Montreal. If people want to hear Lingala, they should check out the movie The African Doctor on Netflix, which is a doctor from. Kinshasa, and when he's hanging out with his family, they speak Lingala. So okay. If people want to get a sound of it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, okay. so I, I did that. So, going, I, so I did a bunch of like practice, like verbal, like communique, like speaking um, mm. practice. And I did a bunch of, I, I consumed a lot of French content online as well, um, which is nice. That's what I like to do. Um. So, so that's my my language week. That's my language week. And yeah. today is the eve of New Year's. Oh, not sorry. The, today's the eve of Christmas Eve. So it's my la right. today was my last day at work. Now for now, um, right. So I got I got like a week off and a little bit more. So I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy nice. the free time. But then also I wanted to tell you guys about my my what happened to me last week. I know I already told you guys, but I wanted to like make it on the like tell the story on the record. Because right. it, it connects to it has something to do with language with uh language skills, right? Yeah. My language uh I honestly forget the story. <laughs> but how again. I almost got scammed. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, my, okay. my, my the scam yeah. attempt to try to yeah, scam yeah, me yeah. into into buying this or um paying a deposit for yeah. an apartment up front. <laughs> right. And so very, very like intricate scam by this like international crime network. And they tried, they tried to get me through their very like elaborate uh, scheme, I guess, straight out of their playbook. Cause like, it was very, you could tell, you could just tell that it had been polished. Okay, like, this whole game plan. Start from the beginning for the listener. Like, so okay, I'm going to start. Kijiji. So yeah, I'm going, I'm on Kijiji, which is like the Canadian Craigslist, but like a little bit nicer, yeah. but it's still like, that's what it is. Everyone knows mm -hmm. what Craigslist does. Yeah. And so I'm looking for a new place uh, in, in the town where I work, right? Because right now I live in the town next to where I work. And I want to I want to move to the town where I work. So I've been looking at places forever. And like right now in Ontario, it's like the housing market is crazy. Like trying to find somewhere to rent is insane. Like it's absolutely mm -hmm. insane. Like the prices are through the roof and like just getting a place regardless of the price is just hard right right so so it, it, it's been tricky so i'm on kijiji i'm on this on this uh site every day looking for places right and i find this place which is like it's 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 really nice and it's all it's it's honestly to be completely honest it's it's like one of these too good to be true places right okay. but it's not yeah. like too good to be like completely disregarded believable if that makes any sense like it's still yeah. like somewhat believable believable but it's still like really really good like it's a really good place like everything sounds great and so 
I reach out to this guy and he gets back to me like, yeah, uh, send me an email. Like, here's my email address. Send me an email. Just give me like an intro to like who you are and like what you do. And then like, yada, yada, yada. And I do that. So I email him and then he emails me back. He's like, okay, uh, I'll call you. Like, I'll call you tomorrow and we'll talk. Right. And, and he calls me and he's like, well, first in the email, he's like, okay, so I recently moved from Canada to, to Spain. Me and my wife are retired, but um, I, I, um, I bought this apartment for my son who did his schooling at the University of Guelph, where I work. And he, he just recently re relocated and moved to Australia to do his PhD. So like I have an apartment now. I'm trying to find like the right person. I'm, I don't want to rent it out to like a student. I'd rather... Uh, rented out to like a a young professional who's like going to take care of the apartment or whatever. Mm -hmm. All right. Sounds like me. That's that, that'd be perfect. He's like, I'm going to give you a call. I'm like, okay. So he gives mm -hmm. me a call. I'm at work. I get a call and, and this guy picks up and he's very cordial, very nice, like super um, easygoing and everything. So we talk like we, 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 um, uh, like we go through like small talk for like the first five, 10 minutes of our conversation. He tells me about like, oh, like Barcelona. And I lived in Barcelona. So I asked him like, oh, where do you live? He's like, oh, I live right off of Diagonal. And, and you know, like I love Barcelona. I've lived here for the last five years now on and off. But uh, we'd love to come back to Canada, but we can't because of the pandemic and, you know, all the travel restrictions. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, that makes sense. And he's like, listen, I, I really like your profile. And uh, we've decided that we really want to rent to you, like yada, yada, yada. But, you know, since we're away from Canada, we're going to set this up. We're going to have a third-party property management company manage this whole transaction, right? Because, you know, we're not there. So it's like we, we want to be fully transparent, like nothing sketchy going on. And I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. Like that, I'm, told, I'm completely fine with that. Like, that's fine. And, and so, so an important detail in this phone conversation that lasts like 15 minutes is that this guy has an accent. He's not like Anglophone. He's not like he doesn't have English as his native tongue. And I can tell that immediately, obviously. But his English is very good. It's like at a very high level. But it's not, it's not like perfectly native. Um, but I figure that, okay, this is just some, some guy who moved to Canada and lived in Canada and then moved back to Europe, probably some European guy. Cause that's fairly common. Um, but, but, uh, I could tell, cause you know, I've been, I've been to Spain a lot. I, I, I can tell like what a Spanish accent is. And I, and I, I bet you like I'm 99% sure this guy is from Spain. Like he has a Spanish accent. Like I'm 100 percent sure because like I can tell even though like you know he's really because he said he was Canadian it. right? No, he didn't. He did not say he was Canadian in that phone call. He just said that he lived in Canada, but he moved back um, or he moved okay. to Spain from Canada. Gotcha. And and but I could tell I could just tell in that phone conversation that he had a Southern European accent, most likely Spanish. Well, I was positive. Honestly, I was positive it was Spanish. Anyway moving forward so move, moving forward in time so he says uh marcus it was a play he follows up with me through email he's like marcus it was a pleasure talking to you like uh just let me get this this property management company like into the mix and then we'll figure everything out i'm like all right and so the next day this property management company emails me with like they're like in a super official looking document with like, you know, the entire rental agreement with like their logo and everything, which is like an actual company. Like I look up their company, like it's an actual legit company. And, and, uh, so, so the idea is that, uh, because, because he's not there, he's going to have the property management company send me the keys to the apartment. And then I'm going to have to go check the apartment myself. And then if I like the apartment, I can keep it. Right. But, but the crux is that, before I get the keys, I have to, to put two months rent, which is fairly standard in Ontario as a deposit. That's very standard. If you get a rental property in Ontario, you put down two months rent. Oh, uh, just a good old safety rent. deposit? A uh, safety deposit, yeah. But that's how it works in Ontario. And two months rent? No, it's just two months rent. That is the safety deposit. Oh, okay. So you put first months and then last months. That's uh, yeah, always yeah. The, the safety deposit. Uh, so he's like, yeah, like, you know how it is like renting in Ontario, like this, this is how we do it. Okay. I'm like, all right. So, so the idea is that I'm supposed to transfer this money to, or put the money in an escrow system that is held by the third party, which is 
quote unquote, a reputable company. And then once I inspect, inspect the apartment and, and agree to the apartment, then, then the, and the escrow money gets released to the landlord and, and, uh, I sign the rental agreement and that's it. That's the deal. That's, that's the hypothesis. So I'm like, first of all, okay, fair enough. Like I prefer to like see everything beforehand and, and, you know, actually deal with something, someone in the real world. But since that, that's not possible with this guy, I just figured that, you know, since he like called me and explained his, his situation, like usually if you're getting scammed, like you're not talking to someone like cordially over the phone, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm like, I'm still like, um, I'm giving this guy the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Or like I'm falling at this point, I probably think that it's hundred percent legit. Like I, I'm, I'm wary of the situation. Like somewhere in the back of my mind, I know it's like it's kind of sketchy, but I'm still like giving this guy the benefit benefit of the doubt because he actually called me and like talked to me like a normal person, right? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Like if someone talks to you and like you're having like a nice conversation, you don't want you like you kind of like part of the scheme them. though, bro. It's part of the scheme. That's part of the scheme. But I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Okay. Keep telling the listener story. I got to go grab for the note. I'm home. I'm getting some home cooking. Keep telling the story. I'll be right back. Okay. You've heard the story anyway. But um, okay. So, Cody, you and me now, but bro. Yeah. Um, So, so um, this guy. He, so what so i get so this company this third party managed management property management company reaches out to me and and you know very official looking like rental agreement and everything but here's the thing here's the like the key component this is where i start getting skeptical they send me his passport scan like the, the scan of his passport and it's a canadian passport it's a canadian passport and he's from quebec right He's from Quebec. Now he remember he had an accent, but I swear to God, like I do languages, I know languages. <laughs> like that was not a French accent, especially not <laughs> yeah. like a French Canadian accent. And yeah. now I start getting skeptical, and I'm like, all right, like okay, whatever. Like so, I, I keep going. Like I just want to see where this goes. And then like we get to the point where I'm supposed to like do the money transfer. And it's not like a regular, like usually when you do an escrow system, it's like you put like down your credit card and they put like a deposit and it's like, it's through some type of like payment machine or a payment system on like their official website. But they wanted me to money, like wire transfer the money, wire transfer the money to like a random bank account. And that's when I'm like, okay, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no way. No yeah. way I'm doing this. Uh, so I basically start um, playing along with everything. I call up their actual office, like their office. And so the, the office that I was alleged, allegedly dealing with was in, in London, England. So I called up their office and they were closed. Like the office was closed for like Christmas. And I was like, okay, this is 100% a scam. <laughs> so I started playing along with it because I think that's because I because I think that um, like the police, like if I go to the police now, I can at least tell them like, okay, this is like a scam, like in process. So like, what do you guys want to do? Like I could, I could like keep playing along with this. An idea that I had was to like um, Photoshop a fake payment receipt just to buy us more time and then like call guardia civil in spain uh, and be like ah, uh, like guys we got these guys on the hook like i let's let's like uh, let's get them let's bust them but the, i talked to the cop here in canada and and he was like you know what we can't really do anything because because you hadn't like a crime hasn't technically been committed because you didn't send them any money uh, you didn't send them any money so like we can't do anything like we're not even like entitled to to even investigate this because because uh a crime is not being, a, a crime has not been committed uh, so basically that nothing happens with this at all uh, that, which is unfortunate but but what i was going to do is was to call up this guy this is what i should have done i should have called up this guy again and like been like ah tu tu tu, tu viens de Quebec alors tu parles français uh, évidemment alors on peut on peut <laughs> on peut uh-huh. régler Le, le détail de le contrat en français parce que je, tu sais que je, je voudrais pratiquer français je parle français mais je voudrais pratiquer ce serait une bonne situation pour moi de, de <laughs> pratiquer le nouveau uh, vocabulaire de la yeah, immobilier that'd be funny to, to hear his reaction 
you know what I mean? Then he'd be like, oh, pues, <laughs> no, yeah. je, je ne parle français, je viens de España. Ah, pero hablo español también. Nosotros puede, podemos hacerlo en español. Los, el contrato, ¿no? Uh, but uh, obviously that didn't happen because the guy just stopped responding to me after a while. Yeah. But that was the story. And, and the, the, the key component was that I noticed that he had a Spanish accent. Like he spoke English with a Spanish accent. And then he he purportedly uh, wanted, or he, he was purportedly a French Canadian. And that's where like I, I, I got it. But it was yeah. it was it was complex, man. man. That was a complex scheme. With like it's a long story, uh, dude. <laughs> that was a long story. Yeah, that was, yeah. I don't know if what was that like a twenty minute that's, story. But hey, just... we're, this pod is all about stories, so I thought I'd share. And it, it was yeah. connected to like the languages through that little uh, like the international crime bent to it too. Yeah, like... that always makes things super interesting. <laughs> I remember there's an international crime component. Like yes. I got into this one expat podcast from Germany because like last year when I'm starting to like really research things about Germany and everything and they had one whole episode about house scams in Germany like how you really got to watch out for that because it's a big thing and then it just never dawned on me like ah here in Canada like never really heard of that happening but then your story there it's like oh smokes no this can easily happen like anywhere really like how hard is it to put up a fake rental on kijiji like kijiji ain't vetting nothing right like there's probably galore everywhere like just scam city yeah so uh the moral of the story is that like if you're gonna rent from someone like online then like make sure you like talk to that person in real life and like make sure that you don't pay any money like through wire transfer outside of the country like never do that yeah that's yeah. very, very bad. Yo, so Sweco, what's your living situation um, hunt looking like now? Right now, I, I I got demoralized after that experience and started <laughs> studying French instead. <laughs> that, but that's uh, good I don't know. I'll, I'll find a new place uh, for like March, February or March, April. That time. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> Damn. But uh, quite the story and um i'm all about stories so no the they've uh the international crime works have found their way here to canada they have absolutely c'est la vie c'est la vie, c'est la vie. Alors, uh, all right with that being okay with that story being told i'm gonna throw it over 20 minutes the, in we've never had to wait so long and we for finally the get to like the main event of the pod Pinch. which is christmas eve in, in korea del sur South Korea. Oh, yeah, you're already there. It's Christmas Eve in South Korea, but it certainly doesn't feel like it. Why not? Because it's South Korea, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, like, they've got, there's, like, Christmas decorations here and there, but it's, like, the the atmosphere is just very different. So, I mean, physically, they've got things that makes it look like Christmas, but, you know, like, in in western countries like you, there's just like a christmas atmosphere everywhere you go right like you can feel it emanating from people right but here it doesn't exist like it's just like there's christmas decorations but people are just like going about their daily lives like in like like normal so it doesn't really feel like Christmas, but uh, and especially considering the fact that I have no holidays, <laughs> I just have like a regular weekend. Uh, so I still have to work today on Christmas Eve, and then luckily Christmas Eve or sorry Christmas Day is on a Saturday tomorrow, so I'll be getting that what off. What if it wasn't uh, a Saturday? Would you be working? Uh, I I talked to some of my coworkers about that. Apparently, uh, the school would give Christmas Day off, but that's it. Hmm. that's it yeah um so yeah christmas like not not really a what you guys you, you guys don't believe in jesus or something well, i was gonna <laughs> ask what's the religious vibe like there Cody? actually a lot of people believe in jesus here it's weird yeah, there's lots of christians what? right it's the bit yeah uh christianity is the biggest religion in south korea 
so random, right? Wait, that's what, so random. Wait, how does you guys don't you guys don't there. like Christmas? It's the the holiday just doesn't have the same traditional Resonance? roots here. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, what about Buddhism? Like, there's lots of temples and. Oh yeah, like Buddhism historically is number one in Korea, but right. Recently, with the development of the modern world, they just really Christianity really just caught fire here, which is uh-huh. strange because because it's the only country in Asia where like that's the case. Isn't it yeah. so weird? Isn't it so weird how like Christmas is the same and like all of like the west like the u.s canada uh freaking all of europe like christmas is like a oh yeah like a big yeah from norway down to spain it's like huge yeah there's i know there's i should have prepped this more for the pod like every country has their own like unique christmas traditions Though, like, aren't some yes, but it's oh some, yeah, yeah, for sure. Fundamentally, yeah. It's like the really same quirky. Thing. It, fundamentally, it is. But like, uh, there was a list at our school like recently about the different traditions in different countries. Does Sweden have anything funky? Oh yeah, yeah, we do. We have some funky shit. Uh, yeah. So for us, Christmas Eve is the biggest day. Okay, opposed to Christmas right. Day. Like Christmas Eve is like the day. Like Christmas Eve is like the day when you get like all your presents. Mm-hmm. and uh santa comes and every, like that's when you like you were to go like you'd have your big christmas dinner on christmas yeah. eve okay and that's, then christmas yeah. is like traditionally christmas is like the day when you like go to church uh yeah now people don't really do that anymore to the same extent right. at least yeah. But uh, Christmas is like still like an important day, but it's like Christmas Eve. That's like most um, traditional day for like actually like having your Christmas celebration. And would that be pretty like across the board for most Scandinavian countries? I have no idea. I believe so. Yeah. I okay. believe so. But it's sense. the same thing. Like you get your freaking tree. Uh, yeah. You have like Santa stuff and like. Mm-hmm. a bunch of stock you know stockings and all that like it's the same thing do you leave out do you leave out cookies reindeer food yes of course it's and like all the like all the crap it's it's like the same mm-hmm. thing i don't know where that came from but i yeah, I, I know you guys like another interesting thing like it's basically the same thing here as in 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 uh, the states and in the uk right like you get your presents on the 25th, right? Yeah. The, like Cody, how do your family do different it? different here, yeah. though. Yeah, but like, the, traditionally, like, you, you wake up and you go and open presents. Correct. On Christmas Day. That's right. On Christmas you're Day. You're going off the movies. Yeah. Well, that's like, traditionally what you do. Like, most people do I that here. I think that's what most people here but, in Canada do. Quick question here, though. Uh, so, I'm not super familiar with, like, Canadian Christmas culture. So, um, Boxing Day is a big thing here, but Boxing Day doesn't exist in the States. Yeah. Really? Boxing Day is not a thing in the States. They get, they get that out of their system with Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Boxing Day is not a thing in the States. Boxing Day is massive here. And Boxing Day here in the the UK, in the UK, it's massive too. Yeah, like the lineups on Boxing Day are probably like the craziest of all. But it's also like like Boxing Day football in in uh, England. I know that's a thing. Okay, that makes sense. That's Just when like, like the the Premier League comes back on on Boxing Day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, here it's pretty crazy. I mean, our family we do one gift on Christmas Eve, and then you get the rest Christmas morning. But usually, yeah, usually it's definitely the bigger meal on Christmas Eve. But then you still have a pretty. It just depends on the family, really, when you're doing it. But yeah, Christmas yeah, Eve is still a pretty big deal. My family Christmas Eve is is bigger. Like right. that's when we have our big. We have our big like Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know my my family specifically is kind of complicated though because there's always people that are like saying oh that like some of us are doing family with our other side of the family yeah. on this day mm-hmm. and some of them 
do it with the other side on this day. But that's right. Um, my my big my big family, the one that I associate the most with, um, uh, and I would say they're 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 it's like a big cohesive unit. I would say it's kind of hard to explain, but um, with that family, everyone comes on Christmas Eve, and it's like it's a really big family. There's like twenty to twenty five people that usually come. Damn, yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's pretty massive. Um, and we just have a huge Christmas dinner. We do like a gift exchange. And, yeah, uh, classic. Yeah. And in, in the past, it's gonna be different now. Uh, but my uh, my uh, my grandma would give all the grandkids like stockings. But unfortunately, that's not gonna happen anymore because my my grandma passed away two months ago. So um, that won't be happening anymore, which is kind of sad. But um, Oh well, that's just the way life is. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, Would you guys anyway. do Chinese gift exchange? Uh, yeah, yeah, we did that. Where you can steal yeah. the gifts. <laughs> yeah, we do that. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. it's called Chinese gift exchange. That's super weird. Wait, is that is that when you like you can you get you get the option to steal someone's gift after? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Like say Marcus. That's kind of lame. If like if like if I gave Cody something and then like he wouldn't want it. You can steal your own gift back if you like what you yeah. bought. <laughs> and for the, so for those of you who don't know what it is in, I don't know. Is this just like a Canadian thing? I don't I, know. No, I don't know. I actually is it don't a Chinese know. thing. I don't think so. I, no, it's, no, it's not a Chinese thing. It's just <laughs> called Chinese, Chinese gift exchange. Gift exchange. <laughs> it's super weird, but so it's cultural anyway, appropriation. The... <laughs> yeah, OG cultural appropriation. Anyway, the idea behind it is that um, everyone brings a gift, usually under a set amount of dollars like maybe like yeah, $50, yeah, yeah. a gift under fifty dollars yeah. just so you don't like completely blow the other <laughs> gifts out of the water <laughs> like everyone yeah. got like a like a like a pair of scissors and like you got someone an iphone <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so yeah everything's we'll under like parody. fifty dollars and uh everyone gets a number so you write numbers on pieces of paper and then you and then everyone randomly picks a number out of the hat yep. and whatever your number like let's say for example you get pick number one, so you get to pick from all of the gifts first, and then after that the second person has the option to steal that gift, or they can pick a new gift. Correct. And that's the idea behind. Uh, yeah, the, the and I don't. Chinese you can't steal exchange. anything. But can no wait? Can you steal something back? I think. Depends on the family, what rules stipulation. Yeah, the rules are different. House rules, I guess. House rules on that, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, it is. It's it's stealing's fun. fun Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) especially if someone's really attached to a gift that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, crushing people on Christmas is is great. It's a great thing to do. A lot of fun. Love it. Christmas spirit. So. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, talking about uh, like traditions in other countries. So it's funny at my school, I actually did a lesson with some of my kids about uh, Christmas traditions. I didn't make the lesson. It's just like at this school, they have a set curriculum. And one of the lessons just happened to be about Christmas traditions in other countries. And one of them was talking about in Catalonia. So uh, Sueco, did you learn anything about Cagatio? Yes. 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 Man. yes. Talk about this. Yes, el tío. El tío. Wait. I think I have el pinche tío. I think I have el pinche tío in a picture Poop of el uncle. pinche tío. So, uh, el tío, that's like a, a log. It's a log, right? That's where it is. It's a log. And then, like, on Christmas Day or something, you're supposed to, like, run around the log and, like, hit it with, like, sticks. With sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's you're supposed on to hit day. Yes, I have a picture of the tail. Wait. Oh, can you see a tail? Oh, kind of. Explain to the listener. I can't hold it it up more because then it turns into my background. Yeah. Yeah. But that is that all over Barcelona? That's a tail. All over Catalonia. I'm gonna see if I can get it bigger. Yeah, Yeah, this is like the ultimate freaking Catalonian uh, tradition. I don't remember exactly what you're supposed to do, but you're like on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, you're supposed to run around this thing like all the kids and you're supposed to uh hit it with sticks right and then it poops out gifts or something right because <laughs> kaga, kaga in spanish is like 
poop. Yes. I yeah. don't know, but it's like supposed uncle. to like excrete gifts, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's super Catalonian. They only do yeah. this in, in Catalonia. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the rest of Spain, right? That's, no, that's, that's just, no, no, it's that's just, just Catalonia. Catalonia. Yeah. El tío. Yeah. <laughs> cada, cada, cada casa tiene su tío. tío. Uh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and then in in Austria they have so in addition to Saint Nicholas, which is like the Europe, like traditionally that's how Santa Claus started, right? Through Saint Nicholas. Am I right? Wait, about yeah. That? Okay. yeah, yeah. yeah so uh-huh. Saint Nicholas is the good guy of Christmas, and he gives all the kids gifts. But uh, yeah. the Austrians also have a bad guy called Krampus, and that's the guy yes. who gives you your coal. So I know in North yes. America we're told that if you're bad on Christmas, then Santa gives you a coal. But in Ash in, in Austria, Krampus yeah. is the guy who Krampus. gives you coal and he hits you with a bundle of sticks. Yeah. Like like, <laughs> like, like bituminous coal. coal? Uh, like coal, yeah. Like bituminous coal. I don't know what that means. I don't speak yeah, like the coal that you that you burn to yes. get yes. energy. Bituminous? Hmm. Yeah, bitumen. My Latin. My Latin is what, what are you far, kidding right? me? You're from Alberta, and you don't want you don't know what bitumen is. We don't, it's what <laughs> made you rich, word, it's dude. What, it's what paid for your house, dude. <gasps> Listen, put coal, don't use that other big word. We don't, we don't talk about <laughs> that. you'll lose your residency. It's Just literally, I don't have residency or whatever. It's literally, what made don't you say man. that big word? That's weird. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> um, no, France has that, uh, uh the guy too it's a different name for um which one called the guy that gives you coal like i think uh uh-huh different myths and legends they have it too i think it's only certain regions of france as well but um it's like yeah he's kind of like an ugly dude he's like the bad santa sidekick right maybe one of the listeners can let us know what yeah yeah totally but uh no what else well, Spain's got the eating grapes on New Year's Day, or New, sorry, at the crack at midnight on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that. that's a that New Year's tradition. That's New Year's one. So, le réveillon, le réveillon, right, la noche vieja. So, yeah, we'll have to, to engage with the Twitter audience on the Twitter share on the. And, um, um, Christmas traditions of because Mexico, I know they got like, a long religious one called Las Posadas. You know, it starts on December sixteenth and it goes till tomorrow, and it's just like a reenactment of like baby Jesus stuff. Wait, oh. yeah, um, yeah. But speaking of New Year's traditions, there was another lesson I did, and they were talking about New Year's traditions, and apparently in Ecuador. Yes. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they make they like uh, they make. No, oh no, that's not what I was thinking. Of. They, apparently, they make like big the suitcase. What maybe like dolls? Make like big pinata oh, okay. type things of yeah. politicians and famous people who were involved <laughs> in scandals in the previous year, uh, and they yeah, stuff yeah. and they shove a bunch of like firecrackers up their ass or something. <laughs> And then they throw them in a fire and explode them <laughs> to like to forget about all the bad memories of the previous year. Did you guys ever, okay? Maybe not Swaco. Cody, did you ever watch Royal Canadian Air Force on CBC? Like the political. I remember watching thing? that when I was younger. Okay, because every New Year's too, they'd have a big episode and they would pie like the Canadian politicians that had been like bad this past year. On the naughty list. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. Stephen Harper? Probably. Yeah, yeah, definitely Harper. All our other... Jean Chrétien. Esteemed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Chrétien Paul got Harper. pied in real life. Who, who was the know. PM really? before uh, Harper? Chrétien. Paul Martin. Oh, was no, it Paul, Paul Martin, Martin or Chrétien? Paul Martin for a brief rato. And, and then, then uh, before that? Chrétien. Chrétien. Jean Chrétien. Who, Super uh, Québécois? Yeah, he was recently yeah. on. Uh, oh yeah, super cute He was on that uh, Tout le Monde Paul French TV show, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always once these guys retire from politics, you kind of forget about them. But I think he's got a. I saw. I was just at Coles the other day. He's got a book out and stuff, and um, 
yeah, talking all about his foreign. Well, when Af- remember when Afghanistan was big in the news this past summer? So mm-hmm. uh, he kind of gave his two cents because he was the prime minister at the time when yeah, yeah, yeah. 9-11 happened and stuff. So super Quebecois. Yeah. Yeah, old school. So when 9-11 happened, it was like, and then when we didn't go to Iraq with George Bush, George Bush said, Tabernak. <laughs> really? We need, yeah, you yeah. we need you guys. He reciprocated the, the back. Or no, what was? Well, no, because then, well, George Bush had beef with the, with the French because the French wouldn't go along too. So then. French fries got redubbed. First it was tabarnak, and then it was putain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, I have to see. Yeah, that Royal Canadian Air Force show, I don't think it's been on now for a little while. It's a little more of an old schooler show. Like, I think they got some of the new people to take it over, and it didn't take off as well. But a little bit of Canadian Canadian history. Canadian it's history. like a 90s, 2000s things, right? Kind of, yeah. I don't know if it went too far past like the 2010s or yeah. so. But uh, yeah, there's lots of good, like, that's the cool thing about like the CBC. I'll give them credit for that. Like the fact that they are bilingual is like, it's a lot of content actually you can consume on a given day with like Radio Canada and all their other little spinoffs. So, good, good content. Man, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know other... Radio Canada is <laughs> my favorite channel. Yeah. Um, yo, okay, switching gears. Would you guys... We should tell the listener, because this episode might be out before. Would you guys think of being guests on a podcast? Oh. Yeah. We, uh, yes, we, we were guests for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of fun for our for our boy. Pinch. Who's our boy? Ace Ace Buck. That's it. Ace Ace. The man. Ace. Ace. Hopefully, uh, I wonder how Christmas is down under. They gotta be big. They gotta be big Christmas people down there. Oh yeah. I wonder. Yeah, we should ask. Yeah. It's in the Commonwealth. It is in the Commonwealth. Yeah. No. Always fun chatting with Ace. So hopefully uh, yeah, when that Christmas. episode comes up, we'll be uh, spreading it. We'll be tweeting all Disseminating the Yeah, for sure. Yeah, super fun. All over the Twitter swear. So yeah, boys. So what do you... Yeah, Ace was fun, about... by the way. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Ace. Ace is always that a good That was a time. good time, yeah. He's a really thoughtful guy. Yeah. He's so smart. Like, he just expresses himself so eloquently. He's eloquent. Yeah, he's... he's yeah. Uh, the guy is... Uh, eloquent to say the least yeah i love how he just he could analyze conversations and just boil it down to key points about what's happening so but aussies are good people honestly like aussies are like all aussies that i've ever met they're good folk yeah 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 they're way nicer than british people that's how that's how you tell the difference (laughs) between an aussie and a british person is that the aussie is like the canadian it's like how you tell the difference between a canadian and an american like the canadian is the nice one same thing with like aussies versus (laughs) well brits don't brits kind of have a bad reputation like when they travel like abroad in europe sometimes yes very bad very very bad reputation yeah. Very bad. Yeah, it's I the same thing with like that. Americans. Americans, very bad reputation. Canadians and Aussies, very good reputation. Yeah. I mean, it's lumping everybody together, but no, but generally. Yeah. Generally. 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 I'm just yeah. telling you, man, I'm the international guy here. Like I know reputation. No, no, no. I remember being in Slovakia and there was uh this uh British stag happening. And then just like walking down the street, like everyone was just like oh. looked over, and these guys were so freaking obnoxious, man. Oh, like, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> like, oh damn, okay, that is true. But it, it is true. Like everyone hates Americans and British people. <laughs> like when I travel, yeah. it's like I hope you're not American. Well, I've always heard that like in Europe, you shouldn't wear a ball cap because that might like. 
like What's give a that? signal that you're gonna meet your American. I don't know if that's true <laughs> or not. But um, yeah, boys. How about uh, how about the year 2022 and the languages? I've, should uh, we should we hold off until next week to do? Stuff no, no. About next week the... I'm I'm MIA next week. But I was gonna we say probably I, do, think... I was. I was gonna say I was gonna say we do one like early, do a pod like first week of January just to like check well, I was gonna say the big, and, like, the big episode sixty will be uh in the new year, I think. Well, yeah, because we have to we have to uh, at some point we have to conclude the year and like look back at our gains, our language gains. Why don't do you wanna do a little bit of that right now? Cause uh cause the next app will be like boom twenty twenty two um I, it depends you guys have time like this is something that's going to take some time to look look into we can we can take about half an hour to do this okay just then. reflecting on the year that's been okay uh just let me go to the bathroom first <laughs> yeah. well, i was okay like tipping ahead to my goal like i heard uh i heard a great line this is gonna be my approach to 2022 i guess we'll talk more about an episode so but i'm like i'm kind of giving give up goals in 2022 and just really embrace uh, systems in 2022. Systems? That's kind of my, yeah, and by systems, I just mean really focus on my practice and time that I'm dedicating to my languages in like an efficient, clear-cut way. And just kind of see what transpires. And it's kind of related to my triathlon training as well, where it's just like focus on the problem with a goal once you set a goal and you reach it well then it's like okay what do i do i just make another goal or i'd just rather focus on what parameters i'm setting for myself to see how i'm progressing and things so you, yeah you care to give us a uh, concrete example well, of like, i think time about. just time would be my like how much time on a given day i dedicate to x language like say I've got like a little cluster of languages like Portuguese, Italian, uh, Ukrainian that, I mean, they're not my big focus, but it's kind of like Cody talking about his maintenance where it's like, I want to dedicate like 15 to 20 minutes every day to those three languages. And it doesn't really, I mean, it's going to probably, as the system changes, like to what I'm doing, if that's like a bit of like, real focus study or just some passive listening films but just throughout the day if i'm making sure that i i hit that i'm not going to say necessarily that i have a goal in any of those languages i'm just going to be like hey this is how much time i'm dedicating to it this is the the system i have in place this time allotment so and then and then kind of see what progress gets made without like saying this is the goal kind of thing if you catch my drift with... no i get it i get it it's like yeah it's like when running like you don't measure kilometers you measure time yeah yeah basically uh-huh now i'm not saying it's not bad to have those type of goals like in sports or like like i want to do x amount of running this month or x amount of biking but with languages i don't know it's it's a lot harder to like really pinpoint like, what's the equivalent of 600 kilometers biking in languages? Like, I don't know. So I just want to really focus on that time dedication. So whether it's like a going good or going bad, just really time management would be my system that I'm hoping to enact. And then, and being dedicated to that, I think should bear some fruit instead of being like, I'm focused on this level in this language. Just like this is how much time I'm going to dedicate to it, hmm. so it kind of leaves the end point unknown. So fair enough, but can I ask you like a more concrete question? Like, what languages sure. are you trying? Or, or okay, we'll get into that in the next episode. But like looking okay. back to this year now, like what sure. languages do you feel like you like? What are you um, most satisfied about, and what are you like least satisfied about? That's a good question. Yeah, because. Uh huh. Because I feel like if I went, I forget what we call the, the like to twenty twenty one and beyond. Or I think that's that was the episode where we talked about our goals. Or if I was like to go back and listen to that, it's probably like a little divorced from reality 
that transpired. Yeah, it always is, man. Oh, they always it always are. is. They always it always is. So I don't know. Do I have to go first? I just talked for a bit. I, I can go first. Go I can go first. Mark, I can you go, go first. first. Um, so I, you know, looking back at my uh, that length that episode, I'm pretty sure I said that I was just going to focus mostly on French and Spanish, which I have. And yeah. here's the thing: like, I feel like I'm a better uh, French and Spanish speaker overall, mm-hmm. a, be- a better language communicator today than I was a year ago. For sure, yeah. like my Spanish and my French have improved, like no doubt, like no doubt. Um, otherwise, like everything else, eh? I mean, like falando pouco português agora. That's what I said. That that was pretty fun. So I, I'm pretty yeah. sure Italian is going to be the Portuguese of next year. I'm pretty, yeah. That's like uh-huh. I'm I'm fairly motivated to do that. Make sure that sure. I I I learn a reasonable amount of Italian just to be able to to you know shoot the shit. Totally. Basic conversation. Bro, B1, power B1. Exactly. A2, B1. Um, otherwise, like I told you guys a couple days ago, like, or yesterday, I'm like, I really want to become like my Spanish and my French. I want those two languages to be like extremely advanced, both of them. Mm-hmm. That's like my goal in life. Honestly, like, I'm a humble guy. I'm not like Cody. I'm like, I'm not like, I'm going to learn 10, 15 languages, like, perfectly. Like, oh, higher, me, honestly, like, 30, the only thing I languages. care about, like, if I can speak French and Spanish, like, n- near, like, to have, like, a near flu or a native level in those two languages, I'm fine. Like, that's, like, if I can do that, like, I'm happy. That's, like, a, a dream of mine to do that and, like, be, be uh, fully functional in those two languages like all aspects um with that being said i'm also like we talked about on the on the pod on the episode with ace i am a fan of the dabble like the minor dabble like obtaining like b a a2 b1 and like a few languages just for fun italian sure i'm gonna try to do that this year uh otherwise i'm just gonna keep chugging on on spanish and french and then casually just like see what i can do with my german like in my downtime or like without really trying like my my motto with german is that i'm not really trying i'm never really trying with german i just like see whatever i can pick up from like putting in like five minutes there and five minutes there and like see what happens um but yeah that's that's about that's about it that's about it and so I'm, i'm i'm satisfied where with what i did this year and i'm looking forward to next year doing the same thing i'm gonna double down on on uh on speaking though double down on speaking more i talky classes i have to be more consistent uh twice mm-hmm. a week three times a week okay. so i think this is where i'm gonna differ a bit when i talk about it. but yeah yeah that's that paints the pit that's i think that's an accurate picture man about your year like if i was to say about like if i was to say um, like what you did this year i'll say like yeah, yeah man that's just it so keeping steady on the like the solid ones and then like yeah have a little fun add a little italiano Italiano, parliamo, no? Andiamo, pues. Andiamo, pues. Oh. <laughs> All right, Pinchicola, do you want to go first or a second? Your, your highs and your I'll lows. I'll go next. Highs and lows, yeah. bro. Yeah, I'll go next. So, my 2021, uh, I know on when we did that podcast, I said that I was going to focus on Korean for the whole year and get as good as I can. And that's exactly what I did. So, <laughs> and also I, I did mention that I wanted to maintain a reasonable level of uh, maintenance in, in my other languages. And I've also successfully done that. So I'm very, so even though I've, uh, I, I usually have the tendency to be very hard on myself and very, be extremely self-critical. Um, I'm satisfied with the the progress that I've made because it's, considerable and especially with korean the best indicator i have of this uh i just had this um moment uh, a couple days ago actually and i was um so back when i was in kyongju maybe around april i was i tried listening to this one podcast in korean and i understood maybe only about a third of what they were saying like it was just too hard for me and i Mm -hmm. just i i gave up on it and I recently started listening to this podcast again last week. And now I understand maybe about two thirds of yeah. what's going on. So that's I was like, damn, like 
my powers have doubled since the last time we met. <laughs> Star yeah. Wars reference for all you non-nerds out there. <laughs> non-nerds? <laughs> well, yeah, because they won't know what that means. That's from oh, yeah, Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Right. Anakin's right. like, my, yeah, anyway. Yeah, we get it. Tony, we get it. So, okay. Then, I just want, I just want yeah. to say that I second that. Like, I know that feeling of, like, going back to something like a material that initially was like very difficult and then like all of a sudden like hey I understand uh-huh. yeah so yeah. see you got yeah i'm very satisfied with my progress in korean i've um i'm not bad now i'm not bad and uh i feel really good i mean obviously i still have a lot long way to go but overall i feel very good about my korean and with my other languages as well, because whenever I do my listening and even when like just before the pod, when we were doing a bit of practicing in French, German and Spanish, like I haven't really lost too much. And even though I don't really practice them, practice them that often, like I still got it. So and to me, that's all that really matters. So mm-hmm. I'm very satisfied with 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 where my languages are right now. And as for the new year, uh, I'm kind of like, I'm taking the Ian approach. I don't really have many long-term goals for 2022 because system, I, system. Baby. So I don't, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last pod. Cause I think the last pod we did was like over two weeks ago on like on ours, at least on our pod. Um, so I'm not sure if the listener is aware of this, but I'm actually going to go back home to Canada early um so i'm going to be coming back in march um there's several reasons due to this i'm not gonna get too much into them but uh some good some bad but um yeah overall it's a good thing that i'm gonna be going back to canada back or in in march so i've got about three months left here in korea and then uh so my 2022, basically, it's going to, hopefully, I mean, it's going to look like this, that I spend two more months, about three more months in Korea, and then uh, spring and summer, I'll be finding some kind of work that I can, that I can do uh, also part-time while I'm back in school, and then September, going back to school, and then um continuing on with that plan so hopefully that's going to be my 2022 if nothing else crazy happens <laughs> so um i don't know like world war three breaks war out three. or aliens AI. invade or some kind of crazy stuff like that but um so that's going to be my 2022 i hope and it's going to be too hectic there's there's too many unknown variables so i there's no point in me really making any long-term goals right now. It's just Mm -hmm. taking things day by day. I'll have short-term goals for sure. And Mm -hmm. a short-term goal that I have right now is uh, to just really punch through with that last push on Korean. Mm -hmm. So I told, I told these guys uh, last week that I'm going, I've challenged myself to consume only media about Korea, in Korean or about Korean for the mm. rest of my time here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that's going to be <laughs> really difficult, but I'm, I'm down for the challenge. I like, um, I like challenging myself in life. So that will be what I want to do uh, for the rest of my time here until March. And other than that, when I get back to Canada, it's kind of just going to be playing around with whatever i have so <laughs> yeah that's man. um that's that's really all that's going to interest me until like i won't really be focusing on a specific language until uh until i start teaching and i need to use that for my degree uh but until then i will be kind of focusing on one uh which is still korean because now i mean obviously i'm dating a korean girl so it'll be really helpful to constantly improve and get better at that. So I can communicate with her better in her own language. So uh, that's still kind of going to be the focus for me, but 
it's not going to be as heavy as it was uh, like here in Korea. Totes, man. Yeah. So yeah, that's you uh, gotta you it. gotta take advantage of those last few months here still. Oh yeah, I've have definitely had a mental switch where I'm like, oh damn, like okay, I've only got three months left in Korea now. Like I really want yeah. to just experience life to the fullest here. One hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. what about you, Ian? Highs and lows. All right, let's get the bad news out of the way. So one of my dream episodes to have at the end of this year, 2021, was Korean War 2.0, which like. Even earlier this year, Richard Simcott was like, hey, I'm learning Korean too because my daughter's learning Korean. I was like, oh, man, we should get Richard on the podcast and pinch him and I will have a love Korean War 2.0. <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, and I think there's reasons like part of this is this lack of systems that I don't feel that I had, like a given time slot. Um, my headspace wasn't totally into taking on all the facets of a new not only like korean being a new language but just a completely new language family an asian language i mean it's i feel like it's a little different say like i'm working hard on some italian right now doing a little bit of russian too and those languages it's not they're not stressful because those when we talk about anchor languages part of like when you do a language related to a similar language like when Swek when i did portuguese it wasn't really stressful because you're like okay like i kind of get the drift i get the form of this romance languages where with korean being so new that i didn't find i had a lot of energy today to like really steep into the nuances of a new language like new language part of its own korean's a language isolate too no well i know it's yeah. kind of similar to japanese but it's still an isolate technically so anyways long story short um part of this new systems idea is like like at least starting keeping the bar pretty low still um i want to do like just a half hour a day which might be like, oh that's not that much and stuff but keep doing it consistently just to start january that'd be big just that consistency and then we can talk about upping it from there so I think having a consistent resource is going to be big. So just going back to my Pimslers, I'm going to have like my Pimsler base and then any bonus I'll be using talk to me in Kareem. So that's a big thing. Um, so that was kind of like a shortcoming per se. And then ops like, yeah, Sweco and I got the fire cooking on Portuguese early in the year. And uh, it was really fun, man. We like, we jammed out on that. Like, and we still like could even, it's, that's what I mean. Like it wasn't stressful, like a new language family. Um, so that was really fun. I had some fun little month focuses like, uh, Turkish I got really into for the month of February which was like that was my goal and I could still go back and just like on the basics of Turkish like just know those so I mean that's there to like be dabbled with um I feel like okay so a big difference I'd say with like my French and my Spanish being a teacher is like yes I want to keep getting them more fluid more fluid but a big thing for me is like teaching those languages better so like I really Really, I'm just focusing on like there's some great, great um, comprehensible input teacher blogs out there that I'm really steeping myself in because I just want to make I'm really starting and call me a conspiracy theorist if you want that like teaching languages is totally different than teaching any other subject. And I'm really starting to believe that it's different from math. It's different from science. It's different from history. And I feel like tapping in more into that like artsy side of the brain is that the left brain not the right brain right that's the uh, right that's side. The right that's right is the left brain like your logical side yes okay yeah. tapping more into the right brain then sorry um there's there's a lot of like there's just comprehensible input i don't think that theory's been fully fully demonstrated in terms of like a language classroom like there's a regression to like 
going back to like grammar exercises. Stephen Krashen's got a great, great chat on Langfest about it, but I'm just really, really all on board the comprehensible input, how it works. It's enjoyable. Um, and that's how you actually learn. So it's, it's something it's not going to get solved in one year, but I'm really, uh, in terms of teaching, really want to steep myself in. And at the end of the day, I think that's what I'm like looking forward to now is like just how many more people I can get into language learning. And hopefully I'm seeing that in some students already. If it starts with Spanish, if it starts with French, then then yeah, then let's go. Because um, that's that's really at the end of the day what my job, it's the value part of my job. And yeah, man, just dabbling. Um, like the systems of dabbling. I don't know. that. That's going to be, I could talk about that in the future apps, but in terms of the highs, I'm happy what I did with Portuguese. Happy where my teaching is going. And yeah, we're going to make up some ground on Korean folks because the Korean 2.0 war, the Korean war 2.0 has to happen. It has to happen. So it's going to happen live, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going down and maybe Richard Simcoe will be there or not, but it's gonna be fun. So that's, yeah, that kind of sums up 2021 for senor. That is Tudo that. bem. Tudo bem. Tudo bem. I don't know, boys. That's a nice little hour. That's a nice so, little hour, hour for us. Um, episode episode Christmas 59. So 2022 is going to be a big year. Big year for uh, pod, languages, learning, teaching. So Big year. Big year. Can feel it. All right. Final words. Pinch, you want to say, you want to say some final words? Uh, just hope that everyone reflects well on their 2021 as well and just do whatever you feel is right for 2022 you don't have to be like you don't have to make all these crazy goals and be super ambitious like if your goal is just to survive and get through 2022 <laughs> like i mean that's your goal that's basically what i'm gonna be doing <laughs> Word. Cody, that was beautiful. Uh, guys, we'll see you next or in a couple weeks. And uh, in the meantime, Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas. Uh, happy and a happy new year. Yes. Cheers. Cheers.